three, two, one, and we're live. Damn, son. Yo, oi, yeah, we're live, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got Eigen Bros and the cat. Eigen cats. Eigen cat. Hey, Eigen cats. <laughs> there's a there's one for the physicist. Hell I yeah. can get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's so subordinate, she dude. Look at that. I know she loves she's, it. She's such a hoe, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she loves the pets. <laughs> <laughs> You're a slut, dude. <laughs> Just taking all She's the love and affection. She's got that head you just want to squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> I do it when I'm annoyed with her. I just like give her really rough petting. Give her a yeah, she squeeze, loves it. Squeezeroo. Just like. I like her. Yeah, she's good. You know she's how I feel cat. about cats usually, but she's all right. She, she's cause she's <laughs> a little crazy, man. Yeah. I rescued her from her shelter. So. Would, would you say you're a cat person, Juan? Uh, I, I think for some time I was, but... Uh, I don't know. I feel like, well, I don't know. I think I'm an equal opportunity, like pet person. <laughs> hey, don't fucking do that shit. Look so at this. you're just about the pet of, pet themselves. Yeah. Like if I like their personality, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's amped up now. She wants to hunt something. Yeah. No, I'm like, uh, you know, if I like the pet's personality, I'll like, mm-hmm. you know, you'll be into them. Yeah. Yeah. I take them as a case by case. Don't fucking do. Look at this shit, dude. She's biting the cable. I know. Don't fucking. Oh my god. (laughs) This is why you were in a shelter. Somebody put you in there. Yeah, we may have to uh, (laughs) put her in a box or something. Yeah, Schrodinger's cat, right? Yeah, we're gonna Schrodinger up. No, I don't want to look. Look, look at this shit. I don't want to look at your butthole. Get away. (laughs) She wants that that butt scratch. Yeah, she wants butt scratch. (laughs) She has nicknames, by the way. What's that? One time she stole bacon mm-hmm. off of Karina's plate and I called her Bacon Bandit. Uh, nice. You know, Bacon Bandit. One time she literally sat on her shit and like she didn't, well, because like, because cats, you know how they cover up their, they instinctively yeah. cover up their fecal matter. Yeah. Which is an interesting instinct, by the it way. It really is. Isn't it? What would be the point of that? I, I think they don't want to be, leave a trace of them around so they try to cover up. Mm, so they can't be hunted yeah interesting which is a, a, a great true instinct. probably yeah like to think about it's like, so weird how instincts get passed on passed right? on yeah it's like why it's behaviors why? how yeah it's so weird it's like I, I yeah it's just like a positive behavior that was passed on to most cats yeah. i don't know if big cats do it like lions or something you know maybe not because they're like apex right yeah so they so may they, not yeah but, I don't know. I mean, even cats though are self-domesticated, too. So, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. they just like literally just come up to. But people. they're smaller, so they could potentially have more predators. I would imagine. That's random true. predators. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it's interesting though how instincts even develop and like. I'm just always curious, like, like how an instinct develops over time. Dude, that's such a like. I, I wanted to become an evolutionary biologist because of that. Yeah. Because yeah. I was so curious about evolution and shit. And like, unfortunately my undergrad program, well, I, maybe I wouldn't have been a physicist if they had it, mm-hmm. but like, um, but yeah, I was interested in like mutations and how they occur and shit. 
yeah and uh how how things are passed on right through like the evolutionary mechanisms how they're how life forms you know develop these traits and then successfully pass them on but mm-hmm. um cuz i used to think like it was you know i used to think it was like a a a, a one shot thing like like i always used to think back to the first man you know right the first man oh, who, who that, thought of some like who had who was like a genius right and, and then, then it stuck yeah but I, I i think it was more of a transition i think thing. it is too but it's so yeah. weird how i can even transition because it would have to be so incremental that it's yeah. almost like, how would you even notice a change? Yeah, like to 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 create the the amalgamation of behaviors and shit that yeah. we have today, right? And like make it yeah. successful or whatever. It's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I used to think like, what makes things? Oh, please don't buy this. <laughs> uh, She's gonna what, be a problem. I know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> when Karina gets here, she'll run uh, to the door. But like. Um, I used to think like our mutations, um, like, like cause mutations are, you, you actually can put animals in certain environments and, and what causes mutations is stress. Mm. So the more mm. stressed you are, the more mutations will occur. Always it's stress. Yeah. Like, uh, cause, cause the thing is stress causes like, uh, um, what is it? It's like oxidation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, this used to be like maybe 10 years ago now. That was kind of like the leading theory. Like yeah. Oxidation causes like DNA damage and like mm-hmm. the repair mm-hmm. mechanisms for DNA that introduces like some some mutations, some beneficial, some bad, yeah. right? So this this leading theory of like of how mutations develop, like it made me used to think like, like how do, how do species develop certain adaptations to certain environments, right? Yeah, yeah. Like- are they stressed enough that like, well, I imagine with animals, they're always stressed, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. they're literally under attack and you know, yeah. in horrible conditions all the time. Yeah. Like I imagine like if you put a human in an, in, 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 in an environment where there's fight or flight all the time, I think yeah. their cock, their IQ will probably drop to like, you think? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think they'll still have some basic like cognitive abilities, but I think like, there are studies that have shown that your ability to empathize, I think, decreases if you're put into a really an environment where like it's stressful and stuff. Why would that uh, affect empathy? I think because what their conclusion was that, like, you know, sociologically, you, you want to put yourself in a more advantageous position to not have to think about those people, like, like sort of like mm. game theory. Because like you've you, already got enough on your plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like see. you're looking out for yourself. Okay. Like you have to look mm-hmm. out for yourself. Right. So you kind of have to like uh, separate. Push it people. away. Yeah. I see. So, so yeah, I think in a primal way, like we kind of, we if we were reduced to our basic instincts, we would kind of turn into like apes a little bit. At least revert a little bit back. I wouldn't say like. Maybe. I wouldn't say we are like as reasonable as we are now. Because yeah. like if you feed people if you feed people and you house them and stuff and they, they feel safe, mm-hmm. I think they'll have a better, I think they they tend to do better on like test scores of IQ and stuff. Mm-hmm. That um, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. But I always think of how, or, or one thought I had the other day was that, um, it seems, uh, a lot of people treat your brain is like an infinite resource, mm-hmm. like your ability to think of things and do things all yeah. the time. 
And I think that's a bad way of thinking. I think you should think of your mind as a finite resource and has a finite amount of energy. Right, right. Um, where the fuck was I going with that? I don't know, but there's. A, but I, I will add on to this because, like, there is a like the, there is like a theory of like willpower too. Like yeah, willpower is a finite resource, and willpower is tied to like your thinking, right? Because like you can only execute so many things, or your yeah. brain can only do so many. Is willpower a finite resource, though? I would say I it wonder. is. Because think about oh, maybe it is, but this is what I think about willpower: is maybe that it's a finite resource, um, but if you make something habitual where you're not you're giving into some willpower or something, then eventually that um, you reduce you'll the need less load. willpower, right? You reduce yeah. the cognitive load for that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. So you can take on more in a sense. Yeah, but you still have the same amount of willpower, I guess. Yeah. Well, let's say if you had a lot of bad habits or something, then your willpower would just be used on all of that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. I mean, even in my life, that's kind of true. Like, I try to reduce the amount of things that I have to do in a day. Right. And if something right. new is introduced, like, it'll take me, like, a while to adjust yeah. to that something new. Yeah. But when um, it's introduced and you're used to it, it's a lot easier. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I think willpower is like definitely. I think it has to do with like the cognition too, because like if you think about a list that you make in your, like I don't know if you some people make literal literal lists before their day begins. Yeah, and and they just I'm not try nearly to, that organized. I do it in my head. I I just I <laughs> make something in my head. I'm like I I loosely want to do these things because. I mean, at a certain age, you <laughs> loosely is very loose sometimes for me. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, it's because you want to get to these things, but yeah. sometimes things do come up. So, yeah. so you, you want to like be fluid enough to where, you know, you can manage these things uh, mm -hmm. in enough time. So, or if the laziness kicks in, then that's it's just too, like, but, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, but that's what I'm saying. Like if you, if you put enough on your plate, like for me, I think having three main things. Mm -hmm. on my list is usually enough like, yeah, to do in yeah. a day. Like if I really want to devote enough focus on something, yeah, then that, that'll be like, there'll be, that'll be the three things. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, now that I've been out of grad school though, I feel like it's easier for me to do the things I want to do now. That's good. So I can just say, Oh, I want to do this because yeah. I feel like I have more energy now. In graduate school, I've noticed that when you're in when you're in grad school and you want to do other things besides your homework and crap, yeah, it's so much harder because it's like you already have so much shit to do. It's like when yeah. you do have time, you're just like, I just want to not do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just want to be a vegetable. You know? Yeah, 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 totally. So that goes into the whole thing of your mind is a finite resource. Totally, your energy yeah. is a finite resource. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you can't just have infinite energy, which is how you know professors think. Like it your seems brain a lot of a, times yeah. that students just have infinite energy to do anything and everything. Limitless know? brain. And, yeah. You know, just like and I think a lot of people think that way too. They think you have just an unlimited resource of energy in your brain, which is not true. And I think that's how you achieve <clears throat> burnout too. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and also yeah. you're spinning your wheels after a certain point to where you're working, but you're accomplishing so much less that it's not even worth that extra bit. Like you're saying you reach a plateau of yeah. output. That like just... I already saw with the thing I was trying to solve the other day, like I was working on something the whole day and then I got on something I got stuck on mm. and it was taking me forever to try to resolve this issue. And I said, fuck this. I'm just going to leave it. 
Yeah. Literally today, I opened it up and do it today, and I solved it within like a minute. <laughs> so just like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. it's best to just stop, you know. Yeah. No. Totally. I agree. Like leaving yeah. something and then because the brain does post <clears throat> like post processing yeah. in the background. Yeah, which I agree. Is fascinating, but like, yeah. And sometimes the brain just needs to recuperate energy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's true. That too. I don't know why it does that or why you can't figure things out. Yeah. What, what is that? Yeah. Right. Like why, why? Because your think, mind is still working, right? Yeah. 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 It's, but it's but like some reason it's just like you can't tap into like the, <laughs> I think, I think maybe cause sometimes the into like for me, I'm, I'm a naturally intuitive person. So like, uh, but as I've gotten older, a lot of the intuition is kind of, I've, I've kind of been using my logic muscle more. I've developed my logic muscle. As, yeah. Uh, through math and shit well especially with physics older, because yeah. into intuition you will realize really fucks you over and in certain it. ones yeah yeah right? definitely oh hell yeah <laughs> yeah when totally you're doing stat i'm sure it comes up too like yeah, yeah. the only way your intuition really is nice is when it's like classical mechanics yeah that's yeah, why yeah, i like yeah. classical <laughs> mechanics because it's like okay i'm used to all this yeah 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 but, but then I mean, when no, you start going outside math, of that but then the math helps you more though in class mech it it's does, not, but the it's thing is, like, I can build, I can think with intuition a lot better with stat, with classical mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can immediately just say, okay. Um, it should behave this way. Yeah, you kind of have yeah. some idea. And I then I can have fair. kind of a general idea of what's going on. Yeah. And then let the math take over when it's too complicated, you know. Except the Coriolis force. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Coriolis force. Why can we not solve that one? I don't understand. There's think, something that's a missing. I bet if we revisited it now. We probably it's one of those things with yeah. the brain power thing where you just yeah. like stare at it for too long. It's every time we do it, we do it for a while. I think the success kind of rate has been three fourths depending on the problem. I think so. I think like, so too. There's always one problem that we're like, oh, we got it. And then there's yeah. one problem and there's like, wait, what the fuck? Right. I got this. The answer says, did they say yeah. the answer is this? What the fuck? I feel like we're a step. We're, we're like very close though. Yeah. We're going to solve it soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hopefully. like, uh, what was the, um, the one that we were really having some nice intuition on the other oh, day shit. or last time? Yeah, yeah. Pause. Take a pause for the call. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Should I just fill time, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One man show. Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> perhaps we'll have to edit this out. One's significant other just walked in. He has to perform his uh, responsibilities. Uh, let's see what's on the soundboard. Damn, son, where'd you find? Classic. That one's probably useful. Perfect. I think we've gone through most of these. Jamie, pull that video up. Fucking, oh, it's a long one. Fucking thing. Oh, God. I don't know how to stop it. Fucking okay. things. Fucking things sucks. We'll do it live. I don't know what. I'm pissed off. A, I'm pissed off a little bit. What the I'm hell is that? I'm pissed off a little bit. I'm pissed off a little bit. Okay. And a blank one. Oh, Ina Klein. Fucking thing. I think this is my favorite one. Fucking. Th the old classic Bill O'Reilly. Fucking thing. Fucking thing. Fucking thing. 
fucking sick. 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 Oh, really? Fucking sick. Okay, sorry, we're back. Um, you might have to edit that. <laughs> just I was just saying fucking thing sucks the whole time. <laughs> we'll do it live. No, one, one uh, over. Fucking thing yeah. sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What were we talking about? Ah, uh, shit. Um, oh, brain energy. Yeah, yeah, willpower yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I mean, you're, you're right. Gotta conserve energy. And then, yeah, classical mechanics, intuition. Yeah, yeah, like in, intuition. I think, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, this is a good segue into um, into flat Earth Let's because do it. intuition is a primary, like, 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 <laughs> this is a primary thing that would kind of. You know, you know, intuition is, is, well, let's try to define intuition, by the way. Okay. This is what I'm trying to do. Right this now. is a tough one. I've, I've thought about this uh, yeah. recently, though, so let's do it. Yeah. So I think intuition, what I, what I would try to describe it as is, is, is sort of, uh, people say it's like a gut feeling. It's like, uh, it's something that you can kind of, your brain kind of builds an idea from, from experience in a sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and yeah, well, how would, how would you describe it as? So I think intuition's a little bit deeper than just building um, from experiences because, you know, a lot of people have experiences and they have many experiences, you know, but some people only recall like the surface level of an experience. Yeah. So let's say, for instance, they were, um, uh, shit, I don't want to try to think of an analogy because it's going to take me too long. Okay, sure, sure. Um, that's what I've noticed also now that I learn more shit. Like, I can't think of analogies as fast because I'm trying to go through all scenarios. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you get in physics, you just, it just becomes so rigorous that now you are so slow on things. Yeah, you can't, you have to fair. build a perfect analogy. You're going through processes. Yeah. Yeah. Like how so to, forget right. the analogy. So yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We're just going to talk high level. So the difference between that and intuition, I think, is intuition, you're actually looking at the abstract patterns behind those experiences. So you're trying to find generalized things that match up and things that may not necessarily make sense that match up. Uh So certain people who have intuition would pay attention to the kind of pattern behind certain things. Okay. Like, for instance, they might see, I don't know. Um, a pattern between atoms and like planets, mm-hmm. just for a simple example, you say, Oh, that solar system looks a lot like the atom. And then you try to apply that in many ways and say, okay, well, other systems act like that. Yeah. So it's more of a pattern recognition, abstract kind of thing. I see. I see. You're trying so, to draw a correlation. Between yeah. So it looks things. like gut instinct to people, but I think you've already formulated those patterns at some point and your mind just latches on to the kind of abstract weird thing about that particular thing you're analyzing would you say it's a lazy instinct a lazy instinct in in humans yeah oh to make it more efficient yeah because in in, in essence like it's a leap of faith almost it's kind of i don't think it's a lazy instinct i think it's just and well i mean it's helped to survive but but yeah yeah, i think it it is a good instinct because it helps you to see unusual things and it helps you to see things in a in an abstract sense, which yeah. can be applied to many systems. Yeah. So I think it's very good for applying a certain concept to many different, maybe um, not even related phenomenon. Yeah. So I think it's not a lazy instinct. I think it's actually an efficient instinct would be a better way to say okay. it. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I um, think the problem with, of course, what we run into with intuition, which a lot of people probably don't or don't even have any conception of, is when you're in higher when you're a higher level physics, your intuition breaks down in mm-hmm. certain regimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all of our intuition pretty much is built within the Newtonian classical mechanics realm, which is everyday life. And then you really get tested on your intuition when you see how bad and unreliable it is when you're looking at quantum mechanics or when you're looking at special relativity. Or we're looking at orders longer than your than a couple meters, right? From within right. So distance. it has to do with size. Yeah. Yeah. Scaling. So when your scale is too large, and it also has to do with like speed too, because special relativity. Sure. That's when that's things true. are going too fast, your intuition breaks down. Yeah. So the world looks very weird and different compared to what you're used to when you start analyzing higher level phenomena. So yeah, like that, like like I was bringing, like I was kind of trying to trying to like draw a bridge to to these flat earth people because like yeah. they their intuition tells them locally the earth is is flat because from their experience right right they say oh i can only see you know whatever everything everything beyond my horizon looks flat therefore mm-hmm. the earth is flat and yeah but also with the flat earth so let's preface this by saying that you made me watch this you. terrible documentary. <laughs> I prompted him to watch this uh, Netflix doc called Beyond the Curve. Uh, behind oh, the, behind curve. the Curve. Yeah. Thank you. I was thinking it was going to be something related to education. I was like, oh, that's going to be well, interesting. It's kind of a play on words if you yeah. really think about it. But then I behind s- the hurt. Yeah. yeah. But then I saw the flat earth shit and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> and I, I had an immediate face so bump. First of all, what's what's your like take on the the doc like did you think it was a good documentary do you think it was kind of long do you think it kind of sucked? i thought it was well made mm-hmm. i just don't really like to even indulge in that kind of stuff i see because to me like what we were just talking about with brain energy and mm-hmm. con- conservation <laughs> i don't like to s- expend my brain energy on things that are completely are solved trivial? problems for me yeah trivial for you Triv- okay. not even trivial it's just that uh like because the thing is i could see you getting something out of the documentary yeah if you were like maybe in, in interested in the psychology behind it because yeah. it's it's actually a documentary that goes good into the psychology yeah, no, I liked it, yeah. of what the flat earth people are like right right but the thing is that's already a solved problem for me as well <laughs> okay. so all of the problems that were uh being talked about in the documentary they're already old old hat for okay, me okay so it was interesting, but I'm very are, are very accustomed to already understanding the so, psychology behind right, right, right. dogma and religion and all those right, things. Right, right, because right. really, flat Earth is like a religion. Yeah, they call it scientism even. Right, so right. it's like it's yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah. You know, that's 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 the whole. Also, back to intuition. Yeah, yeah that yeah. pattern is already recognized by me, and I already understand. Yeah, all those kind of intuitions have that, yeah. or those institutions have those same patterns yeah 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 you know when i was looking at the documentary i mean it looked like an alcoholics anonymous meeting <laughs> i was like all these people like he did meth you know <laughs> this guy's a fucking ex-drug dealer probably sure. yeah, yeah this yeah. guy's <laughs> living with his mom just yeah, like okay yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a bunch of people who are on the fringe of society outcasts yeah. they're making some group yeah to make themselves feel special like they have some special knowledge over people right. so what did you think about the scientists take like uh that there were physicists on on especially towards the end they talked about how you know this is a failure of educators in science like us as a scientific elite shitting on like you know the plebs because they don't really hmm. get it like you know I think, what did you think about that yeah i think he had a point for sure mm-hmm. 
But I also think he didn't have a point at the same time because <laughs> okay, um, mean, yeah. so I think he had a point in the sense that, yes, I do think a lot of people mistrust science mm-hmm. and kind of are skeptical mm-hmm. because of kind of the elitist attitude a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I don't think flat earthers would be saved regardless of how good the attitude was. I think those people would exist and they would find something regardless of whatever environment you are in. So you, so you think it's more of like a psychological phenomena? Like it's like you're driven to this fringe idea because, you know, you want to be disillusioned. In a yeah. Sense. I think you want to be a keeper of some hidden knowledge, mm-hmm. but not in the good way of like being a scientist, of like being in a way where you don't have to put in any of the work and you can be in a special club sure. that other people are have to be in tune Sure. To yeah, be yeah, in. yeah. 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 So it's like more of a, an outcast society. So do you think this is a recent development or is it like, um, like something that like, what I mean by recent development is, is within the past 20, 30 years, culturally, you know, there's been kind of like a, a, a red pill movement, right? Where it's yeah. like people want to be disillusioned, like the truth about X, the truth right. about Y. Is it, do you think that's like a recent thing or is it something that, you know, uh, has been in us for, for however many, you know, it's like, it's been inside of us for thousands of years. And yeah, I think it's a natural like instinct. state for humans to be in yeah. for okay. like a general population of humans. You're always going to have those kind of secret groups. Yeah. Like we've had those things since like Greek times, like, well, well, I mean, but back but then those, it was a little more like, you know, the ones that like Pythagoras, right? Yeah, that's he, exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the truth, because the prevailing idea was religion, you know, the prevailing right. construct of reality was, was the, theology. Right. But they were like the, you know. They were the, actually doing it right, though, because they were like the logicians, right? <laughs> sure, so yeah, So that yeah. actually makes sense, but, that was, but it's still kind of that atmosphere, because no, you feel like you have a, you're holding some kind of forbidden crazy knowledge. But to be fair, this is, you kind of need that, and you need people like that. Yeah, I think you do. Right? But, like to kind of push the boundary a little bit. But then, yeah, but I don't think people, flat earths are those kind of people. No, I know, but these people are doing it obviously in not in the right way i mean they're they're skeptical to 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 a point where i don't think they're skeptical though i think oh, okay, you're they right. they're, are the, movie the also thing is the guy this. even kind of described this exactly, in the documentary yeah, yeah, where yeah. they already know the conclusion and they build all of their knowledge and all of their findings around the preset yeah. conclusion they're not trying to find if their thing is falsifiable or not they're trying right. to build from the conclusion back to yeah, exactly you know yeah. the beginning right so that's not how you do science right you know that's not a scientific method that's not no, someone not. who even seems like they're a critical thinker it's someone who's reinforcing a religious dogma right. or some kind of belief right 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 so it's not the same thing okay so um, you, yeah so this is so you're saying there, there's a clear divide between you know people like the 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 greek customs of like uh the the scientific method, you know, the empiricists, like, cause yeah, they, they were, they, they were, were all, the original scientists. Yes. But I'm sure they attracted on, probably some kooky people in the beginning oh, because yeah, it was definitely. so low, low hanging fruit at that oh, point. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think about Archimedes, like doing, like a lot of those people were doing basic science, like Archimedes principle, right? Yeah. Buoyancy and stuff. Like he was like, oh, when you push something down, the water is, you know, right. Like this is all basic natural philosophy is what a lot of people called it. Um, well, any kind of experiment I call science. 
Oh yeah, totally. Philosophy, I would say, purely is just conceiving of something logically. Oh, but there was a, no. <clears> but I'm saying, like back then, there was there were science and philosophy were kind of the same thing. Yeah, until that's they diverged, true. Until math came in and made science way more powerful. Right? I see. Okay. Like, and then philosophy just stayed in the sort yeah. of metaphysical realm. Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, philosophy was useful at a point, though. Yeah, I, I think there's still a place for it. But like, um, you know, going back to this, like the 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 doc, like. I thought it was well done. I thought, like, I especially like the ending. Like, yeah, yeah. the ending was great. The ending was. Can you amazing. describe the ending uh, so, real quick? So, at the end, they they reach a point where, by the way, the the experiments are actually rather clever. They they end up the first. Give a little bit more preface. What do you mean uh, the experiments? So they actually tried to perform experiments where they try to validate that there's no curvature. Who did? Uh, there's like two, three people. Like, a, they call themselves like a. Fe core, Fe core, or something. Yeah, the flat Earth um, engineering coalition. Coalition that sure, they yeah, invented. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and and these are, you know, they're actually intelligent people, but they they actually want to confirm. I, I think they push themselves to the to to a fringe idea so much that they're not willing to give it up because they would lose everything. You know, they at at some point One they've gone too far, and and that's why. Anyway, that they have to they have to validate their their conclusions. Yeah, I think uh, at a certain point you're going to get members in there who really are kind of inquisitive about it. Yeah, and they're a little skeptical of you know science and things, and they get so bought up in the dogma and they see all the people around them, they think, okay, this must be a legitimate thing. And so then they start saying, okay, right? maybe there has to be some kind of experiment to prove this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was their downfall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, so, keep keep so uh, going. These are like the more uh, sort of able to actually perform experiments. And there was a guy that was like, actually, experiments are way harder than I thought. Right. Like said, I was like, welcome to science, <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, wow, I actually give them more credit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so in the movie, the first experiment they did, they tried to prove that there was no um, sort of not precession um rotation the Earth didn't have any rotation yeah um you know in a 24 hour cycle uh the earth is supposed to rotate 360 degrees right um and he's saying and with that a flat averages, earth with the flat earth model they just describe it as the earth is a flat disc a plane, yeah. and then the sun and the moon are just two rotating bodies above right. the the flat disc. So, so there should be no rotation of the earth. It's just the rotating of the planets themselves. Exactly. They're saying exactly. So in this case, yeah, thank you for adding that. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm already coming in with ideas. So, so in the, in the globe model, the idea is that every 24 hour, every hour, the earth rotates 15 degrees or so roughly. Right. Mm -hmm. And in the so, real model, in the real model, <laughs> yeah. the globe model. So, so basically what, what happens is they buy this expensive 20 grand laser and laser a gyroscope setup, a gyro laser, laser yeah. yeah gyroscope laser and and they test it and they test it and what, what do they find they <laughs> found 15, the 15 degree 15 rotation <laughs> and so first they think oh you know oh shit that's interesting um yeah maybe it's getting some like heavenly radiation yeah i didn't know what they were saying then they were <laughs> okay picking up the rotation of the heavens or something yeah yeah so so basically, it tried to like isolate it. So they put it inside a, a basically a Faraday cage. I think it's pretty much what it was. Was it? I, guess. I didn't know. I didn't understand it. They tried to isolate it. it from any electromagnetic radiation. So okay, I didn't so, get yeah. that part. 
And I didn't think yeah. about it long enough. Yeah, so I, I imagine that's what they did. So they basically put it and isolated it in, in some kind of, from any electromagnetic radiation. And don't then thinking, why would electromagnetic radiation have anything to do know with what that? The fuck, they think that dude. Their hypothesis. I wonder if that's what they were trying to do, though, because I couldn't even. I didn't even give it enough thought what they were doing. Because I, their idea was that you know, the fucking heavenly, you know, what do they call it? I don't know. Whatever radiation from the heavens. Like, yeah. You know that was that was like affecting their measurements in a sense. Okay. Like affecting. Oh no no no! They were saying that the um, the atmosphere. Right. Was affecting the rotation. That's what the, I thought they the, were saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Somehow they're me- they were thinking you're measuring the rotation of the air or the atmosphere. Yes, yes, thank you. But then they but showed a diagram know how, of... Oh, and they put it in a tube, I yeah. guess, to isolate it from any air particles. Yeah, but then it also but, said something about heavenly... Dude, I didn't know. Maybe it was a bad <laughs> thing. They, they should have explained it more in the documentary, yeah, too. Yeah, but basically they just try to isolate it. And still kept getting 15 yeah. degrees per hour. <laughs> and uh, so then they, they try to construct another experiment, which is uh, over the span of maybe roughly three miles, they they put like poles up, right? And then they shine yeah. a laser. Yeah, they, they shined a laser straight across three poles. I didn't even get this experiment either. Yeah, because they were trying to see like a... The last experiment made more sense than the one they set up. They were trying to set up in the middle. Um, well, they were going to see if the three, they were, they had three stakes, right? Mm-hmm. If the earth is flat, the three stakes would be exactly the same height yes. in a row. And their laser then should match at every point at the same height. Oh, right, right, right. So like if you have one stake that's 10 meters tall, yeah. the second one, 10 meters tall, the third one, 10 meters tall, then they should all be aligned at 10 meters. The thing yeah. is, I didn't really understand why they needed three stakes. You can do the same thing with just two. Yeah, because they were saying the one meters. in the middle, because they, they were saying one in the middle, yeah. if there's curvature, this one would need to be higher up or something, or this one would necessarily be higher up. But then I think, th- but that that middle experiment didn't really make a lot of sense. The one that made a lot more sense was the one at the end, which was you put a laser through a hole mm-hmm. and, you know, naturally when it go if it's flat, it just goes through the hole. Yeah. But if it's curved, you need to lift up your light source. Right. To get to get it up to the hole, yeah. right? So <laughs> at the at first they were like, "I don't see your light," right? And he was because it was that he's like, well, yeah, "I'm at seventeen feet." Okay, so better. they had the same setup. I think it's three poles, but uh, this time I think roughly the same distance. Yeah, and uh, and so at the end, this time they change it. They they they're putting light through a hole, like yeah. laser source through the hole. And uh, at the very end, the guy is saying, "You know, are you holding your stick at?" 17 feet or whatever yeah and they all have them at the same height and they're saying yes and uh and he's like i don't see your light source you know yeah. what's going on he's like can you just lift put it over your head a little bit lift it up mm-hmm. higher and they lift it up higher <laughs> and sure enough that <laughs> it goes through right which because the curvature brought it down yeah 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 <laughs> so he had to lift it up higher yeah 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 so the light <laughs> actually can travel through the hole and right yeah so. And he just goes, oh, interesting. <laughs> you can see his world like fly, his world crashing down on him so he, <laughs> as that happened. The beautiful, beautifully shot because every time there was some kind of reaction that just kind of didn't comprehend in their yeah. brain, like it would just, they would just pan to their face and they were just like, um, wow, that's interesting. And yeah, the ending was great. That was, it was well cut at the end. Yeah, dude. Oh, I, I like the dog. It was a little too long. 
I also thought that the dude, Mark, was his name? Mark Sargent or something? Yeah, Mark Sargent is the, um, he's kind of the guy that put Flat Earth on the map. map. Yeah. There's a guy who invented Flat Earth, but he's the guy who like really caused the resurgence. Uh, (laughs) Dude, you know what I liked? What's that? I liked the fucking brain, the brain. The what? (laughs) The brain uh, coach, the guy who had a brain coach where he was doing. I don't remember. He was doing the hammer thing with the balls. No. He was like, he was counting the, he was enumerating like the states. He was like Georgia, California, like, you know. You Dude, remember that I bald guy? That. He was like, he was like, yeah, hey, he went up to the lady. He was like sunglasses. Uh, the blue sunglasses? I, no, 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 not that. Not Mark. Okay. It was another guy. It was, uh, he was like skinny. He was like really small, frail. I must have missed that part. Oh, damn. What did nah. he do? No, he was just like, he was one of like the, the, he was also a flat earth guy, but he was a lot more, uh, like, uh, like he had a couple screws loose a little bit. Like, I <laughs> oh, mean, okay. I thought that was all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like he, he was, I know I would say he was a lot more enigmatic. Like he, he was okay. just, <laughs> he you was couldn't funny. Pin him. He was funny. <laughs> he had a comic relief to the movie. Okay. I didn't see that, <laughs> but no, I just felt like the movie was, the, the doc was kind of long too. Like yeah, it was too very long. long, way too um, long. I was like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some <laughs> points, I was like, I get it. Look, this guy and this, you know, he's he's kind of carving out a, a community with these people. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, the content is actually the 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 most poignant part of the move. Uh, the doc is uh, is a part about science, right? Is part about like the failure of science in the sense. See, I didn't I didn't think that was a good conclusion though. Really, I think it was a way to try to to try to deflect the blame from the flat Earth people a little bit. It's but not it's really like, science responsibility to yeah, coddle everyone. Sure, but I don't who, think. Who, do you, who do you blame, right? The parents or the child? If the child acts like, you know. The parents. But yeah. the thing is, like, after a certain point, like in school, you're taught all the right things. Mm-hmm. It's not, if people talk, if people might say it in a forceful way or a way that you don't like, get over it. I mean, yeah, but the information is the information. Do you teach to, uh, like, from authority or do you teach from, like... You don't have to teach through authority, though. The thing is, with science, you can actually do the experiments. So, really, to me, it's a failure of logic and critical thinking. Like, no sure. matter how nice you say it, you know, if you can't do the logic or the critical thinking, you know, then it's just, oh, it's a wrap anyway. Like, it so, means you're already going to be going down that path. So, because for me, I'm I took it as like a failure of the system, in a sense, like the failure of some educators where they're letting like. Because for me, you know, like I, well, what made science appealing to me was that you know you could, you're trying to figure nature out. You're not, you know, it's not like you're imposing your own hypothesis onto nature, and then that's what I what you think it is, you know. Like most, I think most humans are prone to that kind of thinking where it's like, you know, I think clouds come from, you know, rain comes from God when he's sad or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you try to create, I think there's less of that though. I still think that's in us, but we have to kind of like yeah. guide that natural propensity to try to figure, try to describe our world in a way that's a lot more, um, uh, rigorous and like, you know, you don't fool yourself kind of thing. Yeah. I think it's also very convenient to just accept the first conclusion you come up with. Science really trains you to really keep proving something in different ways or disproving mm-hmm. something in different ways to really convince yourself. Yeah. 
Because even nowadays when I try to do a problem, like I might solve it and be like, oh, yeah, I'm convinced of that. But then really, I'm like, am I, though? So yeah, really, yeah. for me to be convinced by a problem, I have to solve it in at least two or three different ways. And then it's yeah. more convincing to me. That's good. So, That's a good approach. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah. lie to yourself a lot by just yeah. accepting the first conclusion, even if sure. it seems right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Because I, I, I guess I wanted to also just mention because you saw on my phone I showed oh, you yeah, before yeah, the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. that um I did just a back of the envelope calculation uh just to just to disprove <laughs> this guy within like ten minutes of what he was already saying I didn't really fully disprove him because I didn't go back and check what exactly the scenario was that he laid out but I'll give you a kind of a gist of what it was so essentially in like the first few minutes of the documentary the guy says oh you shouldn't be able to see this tower in the distance or whatever it was oh uh, seattle yeah the I seattle i i assumed it was probably like the seattle needle or something i think he was in Tor he's canadian i think so he was like in toronto no he was in ontario so he was in washington as well so it said oh, that okay. he lives in south whidbey island washington okay so yeah i just looked up where mark mark uh <laughs> mark Sargent lives and it said south whidbey island so it's in Washington too. Yeah. And in, in the distance was like, it was like 44 kilometers away. Okay. And uh, he said, yeah, you couldn't see this tower from where he was because the cur curvature of the earth should be such that you shouldn't be able to see it. Mm -hmm. So then I said, okay, let's really see this. He said that was Seattle. Yeah, yeah. So I said, all right, let me see what the tallest building in Seattle is. And the then the tallest building in Seattle is the Columbia center, which is 286 meters tall. And basically, I just did the calculation to see exactly how tall something would have to be if it was 44 kilometers away, which is the distance from Wood South Whidbey Island to Seattle, Washington, the mm -hmm. point to point distance. Mm -hmm. And it said something would only have to be about one and a half meters tall for you to be able to see it. So <laughs> from my calculation, the thing doesn't even need to be that tall for you to be able to see that. Yeah. 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 So that was already a debunk right there. <laughs> I didn't check my work though. So hopefully it's correct, but um, I'll, I'll check off on it. Maybe you can check it later. We don't want to yeah, 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 dwell, true, but true. I did the calculation and of course there's other things. There's other factors like if something else is in the way, um, yeah. also you're going through atmosphere. So maybe there's some weird, you, you know, know uh, lensing effects with yeah, the light yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. but just my back of the envelope idealized calculations. Assuming in a vacuum, you know, atmosphere, no consideration of atmosphere. Also assuming a smooth earth too. So no dips in elevation or anything that are sure. significant. Yeah. It would have to be like one and a half meters tall for you to be able to see it from right. that distance. Okay. So, and I can be, believe that like really if you have a telescope. Short. It is. I was like, okay, he's really off then. So unless I really oh, fucked okay. up my calculation, but he was saying that you couldn't see that tower, which that tower is probably clearly more than a one and a half oh, fuck meters yeah. tall. I mean, it's like, right? I mean, you said, yeah, it was the tower itself. Um, I guess I could say it. What the tallest building is. It, so the tallest building in Seattle is actually the Columbia Center. It's 286 meters okay, tall. Yeah, and the Space Needle, I looked that one up, too. It said it was 605 feet. I didn't Jeez. put the meters distance. So it's shorter than the Columbia Center, but whatever it may be, you know, because the Columbia mm. Center is 937 feet. Mm. Um, yeah, whatever yeah. that is, though, you're clearly going to see it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's amazing. His, 
his calculations were off. Yeah, to say the yeah, least. no, definitely. Even even in the fact that like the beginning. So what what did you think about the physicists? Because uh, do you think their responses? I think they were, were just good? yeah. I think they took it about as seriously as it should have been taken. You know, it seemed like they all just kind of did that within like a 10 minute span or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think they had too much patience? I really like, I the, think physicists have way too much patience sometimes. I don't, I think, I think we need more of it. I mean, you and come on professors, need but more dude, I, I kind of see those kind of types like flat earth conspiracy types. They're a lost cause to me. They're not someone who I'm really interested in trying to win over. They're yeah. a, a breed of people that are going to always be like that. Okay. Like if you saw the documentary in the beginning too with Mark Sargent, he was already a guy who believed everything was oh, conspiracy, yeah, which right, is yeah. a very common theme with conspiracy theorists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When one thing's a conspiracy, everything's everything. a conspiracy. Yeah. And then it's only when he got bored of all the conspiracies, he went to flat earth. So it's like he already has the mindset of just being a yeah. contrarian despite logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to yeah, me, it's just right. like I don't even care to put energy into that. Which is why I never really, which is why it took me so long to even care about even speaking of or looking into flat earth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I already know the personality type for that is just yeah. a person who believes in pure dogma. Yeah. And that's not someone worth any time really explaining yeah, things to logically. There's no point in arguing with someone. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't already operate within a logical framework, then it's like you're, you, the communication barrier is already severed. Yeah. Like if you're not in it, if you're not willing to take other facts right into consideration well if you're just not willing to use your critical thinking skills to falsify a concept it's it's doing that reversed um framework that mm -hmm. like the scientists talked about in the video they start with the conclusion and then work backwards yeah, yeah. they don't start with the beginning of yeah. whatever they're doing and then work towards a conclusion yeah definitely so it's completely inverted it and i don't know right. how to even it's not even worth uh conversing at that yeah. point yeah that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, shit. Okay, I was just trying to make sure. Okay, I was going to say, Juan, <laughs> if that's not recording. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's happened um, before. I know, yeah, it has, but nah, we're good. Um, yeah, shit. I mean, I just kind of wanted to talk about it because I, I was like, it, it just came out, I think, last year, and like people were like discussing it and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. Let's, let's discuss it. Um, mm -hmm. it's like, I wanted to hear your take on yeah. it. You know what, what you thought because who else was discussing it? Like the podcast? Uh, yeah. Like, um, well, I just, this one other podcast that I listened to, but it was kind of like, uh, it, it, it kind of addressed more of the psychological things mm. from it. Uh, yeah. That's what like, seemed like the most useful thing to get from the documentary. Yeah. But to me, it's old hat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really gain much from it. Okay. Yeah. No, but but the the most interesting part was I was trying to draw like a kind of like they they were at least in the in the podcast I was listening to they were they were trying to draw this this uh conclusion from it where you know I think they were, they were kind of claiming that we're in an era of red pill yeah like taking the red pill we're obsessed with disillusionment mm -hmm. we're we're obsessed with like you know some trying to trying to craft meaning of the world around us because something feels off or right. whatever. Right. right. Whatever that feel means. is the key word too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's strange. It's, it's really strange because I don't know if it's like our generation or the millennials mm -hmm. the plus the millennial generation that's feeling like this. I feel, I feel like it is because, you know, we don't really have 
our culture's kind of, you know, there were other generations that were defined by certain things. Yeah. Like, you know, the previous ones had like world wars that defined them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, like Vietnam and, and uh, World War Two and stuff. Yeah. But like for our generation, what's defined us are these fleeting things like commercial things like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Saturday morning cartoons and, and like okay, yeah. the A-Track and VHS, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and those things move so fast and it's like, you know, there, there's no meaning to any of that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, right. So I think a lot of people were left kind of like grasping at straws a little bit and just like, fuck. Uh, I think people, I, I, I think you're going to see more of that. I think you're actually, mm-hmm. I was convinced by what they were saying and I, I think you're actually going to see more of this going on and people looking for looking to be red pilled you know maybe also the thing is i think that'd be more of a cause because of the internet okay yeah i think the internet just makes these groups larger than they are yeah artificially just because well not artificially just because this the the fact that it's so huge right Mm. or the the internet separates people's distance so much so that now a crazy guy in bangladesh can also talk to a crazy guy in texas you know (laughs) so yeah i also thought it was dangerous too what that the way these ideas sort of propagate so i agree because yeah you know, it was, it was, uh, especially it, it, it really scared me the, to the point, like the, especially the part where I think somebody ended up mentioning that they were third generation, they were a third generation flat earther or something. Yeah. When they had the 12 year old kid yeah. go up, I was like, oh, that God, really that's the kind of shit is why you can't have this kind of thinking. Right. But hopefully the kid, but you want to nip it in the bud. That's kind of where I'm like, you know, we need to reach these kids <laughs> and be right. like, Hey, I, like this is look these people saying this, like it's not necessarily, that's not the way to think about it. Like, let, let's show you, let's, let's, let's show you experiments, you know, let's take you out to disprove this. I can, right. I can show you an easy experiment to say, look, the earth's not flat. Boom. Well, We're let me say on. this also. The thing is, I'm hoping that flat earth is something so preposterous mm-hmm. that like we have this kind of nailed down. Yeah. Well, we have this thing kind of nailed down, uh-huh. like, you got to be really French belief flat earth. So I'm hoping that the kid will just get made fun of relentlessly in school to the point where but a shame. he'll just he'll just be like, okay, there's something really stupid going on here. I probably need to reevaluate my thinking. And that could actually prompt him to be a better critical thinker and less trusting of that kind of stuff if he can work out of it at a younger age. And it will actually make him even better at being lo- uh, a logical, critical thinking person in the future, I think. I mean, that's, that's the route that I took. Yeah, I'm, I, I think, that's why I think, you know, it's good sometimes to start off in a dogmatic family. Sure. If you can escape it, you're going to be extremely good usually at critical thinking. Right. At least better than the norm because it's very hard to unindoctrinate yourself. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So the kid could either become like, you know, an insanely logical thinker or he could just be <laughs> another dogmatic crazy but person. But you're saying that's a flip of a coin. Right? Yeah, but I think... That's, that's the thing. It's really down to the individual, man. But if you need, I think but, everything's but what, down to the individual person. What if you had much. more guidance? Like I'm saying, like we we need to have more more active in, uh, guidance in a sense. Like if if more active guidance towards critical towards, thinking skills. Yeah, like as a society, kind of you know. Yeah, I think we do pretty good. Well, yeah, but 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 we're all scared. Like especially Americans. I think this is kind of a uniquely American, at least from what they showed. 
Yeah. A lot of Americans and it was an international conference. Okay. And like, and I was like, dude, this is, this might be, I mean, it's not unique to Americans, but you know, there's definitely an anti-intellectual, anti, like they think science, science. Oh yeah. We're going through a zeitgeist of anti-intellectualism is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And I, and it's dangerous, right? Um, yeah, because it, it creates extremely. a divide between the people who know and the people who don't know and people who think they know right. and then make policies. The people who think they things. know are the ones that are the most the brutally Duke, scary. Cunning Duker? Cunning Dunning-Kruger effect. <laughs> Jesus. Dunning-Kruger. Yeah. Oh, man. My brain is just like... They addressed that in the, in the do. uh, documentary, do. too. Both those points just made about the uh, people who think they know and the Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's um, you know, we're, we're like, I mean, this is kind of how Donald Trump came to be president. Yeah. And this is why I'm saying, like, it, it genuinely terrified me because I was like, Fuck. It's just amazing to me that people still fall for snake oil salesmen. I'm just like, I guess because it's just something that is so far beyond me now that it's just like, <laughs> Damn, I forget that people still buy this bullshit from people. Well, think think about think about, you know, I always bring up the statistics the of of like bachelor's degrees, even people with bachelor's degrees are such a short segment of the population. Yeah. It's only 30%. 3 out of 10 people even earn a graduate uh a mm-hmm. bachelor's degree. An even shorter amount go even to to higher levels of education. Right. Most people have a high school diploma. Most That's kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can't believe it sometimes. I know, but it's because you and I have been in education. <laughs> well, I just feel like everybody I know has at least gone to college. But I guess, yeah, because that's who we're surrounded with. But yeah. like, but, it feels like everybody. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, like everyone. We, I'm like, where are these up, high school people? <laughs> yeah, because we grew up. But think about everybody that we went to high school with. You know what I mean? I think I'm one of the yeah, few people. Pretty bad. I'm one of the few people who who went to college and got Damn. a degree. I'm not one of the few. But I do know I mean, some people roughly, probably. How many? How many? If you think back to your high school days, probably roughly. a lot went to college. So fit, I was in like a nice graduated area with a though. though, huh? But graduated with a bachelor's though. Yeah, I like think 50, probably a you good think 50, bit. You 50 or more than that? I'm not sure, man. It feels like most everybody on my Facebook has gone to college. But no, I'm just saying, like in high school, in your high school. Yeah, think, well, that's the people on my Facebook is high school shit. usually. Maybe I don't you really made, maybe know, you man. Friends, maybe, maybe you made friends in high school that were all going to college. I think that's probably what it is. I, I usually see. really distance myself from people who are fucking up for a long time. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I cut people out really quick who I don't, <laughs> I you know, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. see any foreseeable like, yeah. future. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. No, yeah. I I, uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's something that we need to remember, right? It's something that we need to like, like kind of think about coming into to policy and shit and it's it's not and you know it it, we also have to be careful about creating a divide between like like people like you and i were like Mm -hmm. scientists and educated and stuff that's true and and then making pushing people away and then saying like you know we're it's kind of hard to not put your nose down on people like that yeah because my whole family i have family that have not been educated as the level that i am and i think i made a joke one time to you Saying that the level of knowledge that I know, I might as well be Illuminati to <laughs> like, you know what it's I mean? So like, true, man. It's, it's so like, true. Dude, we know so fucking much. Yeah. Like yeah. and it's uh and, and yeah, yeah. People just uh, don't have any kind of understanding of that world. Yeah. Unless you're in it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, we should be a better education. I think the black dude in the um bar that was talking was right, right, a right. physicist that was kind of 
talking about that. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was seemed like he was kind of doing an outreach outreach at yeah. at, uh, at the flat Earth conference, <laughs> yeah. and they didn't even realize. Because <laughs> he said he was a physicist, I was like, Oh no, 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 no! This was at the astron astrophysics meet or something. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was he was speaking to fellow scientists. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 I was confused. Yeah. I was like. I was what like, if this, if this dude is a fucking flat earther as a physicist <laughs> and he's black, I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 we're going to no, no. have Give major problems. That, yeah. I got was... scared for a second though. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, was... all black people represent each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're a minority, you, you kind of have to do your best to represent yeah, your You're like an ambassador automatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, I liked his message was the most poignant, I think, um, for me, at least in the doc, because he, he highlighted that point where it's, you know, we want we don't want to create a divide between us and the public. Uh, we kind of want to like outreach to them and 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 to try to capture as many natural scientists as we can and don't let them go to the fringe. Don't right. let them be taken by these people that are saying, you know, that 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 generally are saying, you know, don't trust authority, which is a genuinely decent idea. Yeah, but the thing with science is you can see the results. Yeah. So you can, the thing is with like politicians, I get it because they're just so dumb and just the whole thing is a circus anyway. It's like, you're it more disillusions prone to bias, people. right? Huh? In politics, I think more people are prone to bias. Yeah. It's not really data and it's just, And it shows like the yeah. system is just always seems broken. Yeah. But with science, you see things like airplanes in the air. Yeah. You see things like iPhones in your pocket. Yeah. You know, you see things like driving in vehicles. Yeah. Or drive vehicles that drive themselves. Right, right, right. right. So, the proof is in the pudding for science. Yeah. Like it's to me, it was like the system I was searching for in my, all my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a system that has rigor and has some kind of standard to it. Yeah. A universal standard. Mo um, a lot of other pref professions just never even see that kind of yeah. thing. And politics is one of them. Yeah. And those are the people who run the world. So it shows you that you can go to very high levels and people can still be, um, what do you call it? Susceptible to the same kind of bullshit mm. that you should have gotten rid of a long time ago, yeah. you know, and Paul and politics, you know, actually thrives off of psychological manipulation and things like that. So yeah. to me, it's just like, I get why people are skeptical of authority because when you see high level professions like that, that still do the same dumb bullshit that, mm. you know, you think that high, higher educated and highly evolved people yeah. shouldn't be doing it makes people skeptical. Yeah. But yeah. fortunately, science doesn't operate that way. Yeah. The way it's built is very solid. I'm, I'm glad about that. Do you know yeah. the institutional, like, um, uh, what is it? Like fact-checking machine? Like, like right. people want to disprove you. Right. And like the thing is, even if you're wrong in science and you make some fucking paper and you publish it and you're wrong someone's going to find that you're wrong and yeah. then your paper is going to be thrown in the garbage. And there is a crisis of that because there was this, it's kind of ironic, but there was a study that showed that 90% of studies <laughs> can't be proven or something right, like right. They're, they're, they have, but this is not like people can hard replicate. science. This is like also psychology and all yeah, kinds of other but things. even then, even in regular, like, data day even in the stem field like people can replicate the data exactly because yeah a lot of the time what happens is these research groups end up picking their best data like yeah that they get from a set of of of, of, of trials in right a sense. um so yeah it's kind of like 
there's there is a little bit of a gray area. Well, that. the beauty of science is also it's a, it's a numbers game too. So even if you do have some papers that don't have agree, the more papers you have that do agree, it's going to be a statistical thing where oh definitely you know sixty percent of the papers that have this thing shown, you're more you're sixty percent more likely that this is true. And the yeah. more papers you have, you know, eventually statistics will take care of this. Yeah. Citations usually tell you at the end of the day, what's a good paper and what yeah. is it because. So science has so many naturally inbuilt checks. Yeah. It's the most solid system. Yeah. It's just so, at least I'm talking like physics and hard sciences. Yeah. You know, you can test these things. People can confirm them. You can have more and more papers to mount, the, to pile up the evidence yeah. and it just becomes clear. Yeah. It's not like politics where you're going to have constant bickering and different opinions on things yeah. or even like psychology where you know trying yeah, to figure out humans people have like five different, different interpretations models, of the same yeah. thing yeah yeah definitely so that's why i like physics <laughs> <laughs> yeah Richard that's Feynman, why i try to not spend my time on anything else wishy-washy <laughs> or as little as possible Feynman was quoted to say physics is probably the easiest science yeah very true right because <laughs> he's saying you start with like a chess it's uh, there are, most of them most physics is toy models Right. Like, you know, you start with like simple chess pieces right. and, and then you build up. But uh, no, I kind of wanted to do a 180 to, to like sure the whole college university thing. Okay. You heard about this? There's oh, like the whole cheating scandal. thing. I kind of like dabbled in it, but I'm not well versed. You, so, you might so, have to fill me in. So people paying into, <laughs> there's a whole scandal of, of parents paying schools to get students in the yeah university. i saw the full house mom was <laughs> caught for something like this yeah yeah she's one of the few celebrities getting caught and swept up in this but uh she it was so egregious if that's the crazy the right thing word. was i saw like five different news agencies running this headline and when i saw the headline i was just like and so do you, think, do you think people <laughs> do you think people should be imprisoned for something like that mm. Cause they're, they're people, they're people that like say, you no, know, that's wrong. And I'm, I'm kind of like, it's a gray area. Like, you know, it definitely ruins the reputation of the school. Like first off, because I mean, if, if you're willing to take money to get students in, like to me, this is like, I already thought this was what college was anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, it's not like a shocking thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. people are like all up in arms about this and I'm just confused, scratching my head. I'm like, yeah. This is literally what higher institutions have been forever. Yeah, that's, they just that's aren't how you as get this direct. That's how you get a name for on yeah. build a building. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like people buy a building and then, and, and then kids. the legacy kids get into college. Like <laughs> this is literally the same thing that people have been doing for the past yeah. what hundred years or so. Yeah. Which is why I was kind of that's why I was like kind of perturbed by it because a lot of people were like, Yeah, fuck rich like fuck those rich people, like you know, and I'm like, eh, you know, like it kind of turned into a race thing at some point because some people were saying like, you know, no, yeah, of course, of, when rich, you talk rich, it's always white, right? Yeah, yeah. The rich white kids yeah. like, you know, and then because because they brought up about how like, you know, a lot of people say that minorities get into college because affirmative action. Of course. So, so they're like, you know, white people say like, oh, or basketball scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah or like you know so it's like it's like wh people are like what the fuck like don't be mad at like minorities for getting into college thinking they took some white kids like 
Oh, they're saying that white kids have to cheat now because of minorities taking positions. There, there was some of that. There was some of that, and like there's always there's always passing the blame to somebody. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's like what the fuck, man. Yeah, I I was so like, whatever, dude. This is so ridiculous. Like, (laughs) I honestly don't think. Look, it's it's something. It's unethical. I don't think they should be. I mean, I guess because it's a public institution. Like, I'm sure governments have rules to not take. To that's kind of bribery in a sense, right? Like if you're doing it on a public university, I'm right? not sure. Because think about it, fundamentally, I thought it was a private institution. Because like Yale and shit. No, no, no. This, this specifically, heard one of the. I think oh, it was it's like USC. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, why would you pay money to go to I know, USC? And like five million. I'm like, are you a shitty like, in like business ooh, person? Like, ooh, why would you ever pay five million for fucking college? I'm like, especially, <laughs> especially a local university. Yeah. Like, go pick a better fucking I'm like, university. Get better negotiating. Yeah, Jesus. Dude, like, like, that was the egregious part to me. I'm yeah. like, why would you ever pay that much for someone to rig the game? You can buy it for way cheaper than that, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and he, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, look, I would pay money to go to a, a, like, if I was even on that level of trying to pay my kids way into college. Like, and not in a way that's like, you know, the usual avenues, but bribing somebody like yeah. I would actually not only go for the highest level school, like, right. you know, like that. And you would be spending a lot less than five million. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like Yale and, and Harvard. I think they already, I mean, it's kind of an open secret at this point, right? Like they, they yeah. do that. They I do mean, that. This has been forever, dude. I'm like. Yeah. These people were just more, it's just like more in your face. So now people are up in arms. I see. I'm like, I get it. Because, yeah, if you're going to be shady, do it behind closed doors like everybody else. (laughs) Yeah, at lower tiers, right? These were all lower tier schools. It wasn't like, you know, I mean. But I just think it's hilarious how people are up in arms about this. I'm like, (laughs) it's just so funny how people just only care when it's like direct, even though this shit's been going on forever. Yeah. And I'm just like, who cares anyway? Because college is bunk as it is. Yeah, it's like, it why do you, of, why would you ever invest that much money for a stupid piece of paper that's well, useless? One of, the, one of the daughters, she was like, she she was like a, they called her a YouTube influencer. Yeah, she, she was a um, makeup artist. Yeah, yeah. She got actually, um, her contract with uh, Sephora got, oh, she disbanded got because of that. Yeah. Damn. I'm like, that sucks. But she, I mean, she was on, she was quoted on video. I saw this little snippet they took out, but that she yeah. was just like, you know, I want to go to college for like the parties and the stuff. She's like, the education part is kind of like, eh. And hey, I, I feel like, her. That's a smart way to go. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I was like, look, you don't like, you don't say that. And then like, I get, I get that you want to party and shit. Most, I think that was the sentiment. A lot of movies they we grew up with, right? Dude, that's why I went to college. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I, I can imagine it. I mean, I loved like, college because of that. Yeah, I know. I mean, fucking, what's his name? When I was entering college, Asher Roth had come out with this song, "I Love College." Yeah, yeah I new, remember. Yeah, yeah, that song. Yeah, one hit wonder. If you don't know, was what, it when you were going? Oh damn, you're fucking young, one. <laughs> I was like, I feel like that's like you're only high three years older than me, but okay. Okay. But okay. it was my like freshman. What, what? Wait, hold on. It was my senior year of high school. Okay. I was going to say, because I felt not like bad. I was in high school at that. Or I felt like I was in. You were just probably entering uh, college. Really? Probably. Asher Roth. I like college. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. I can't remember now. But yeah, anyway, it was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like thinking all the, like there was a generation. I think you, you were part of that. So was I. I was on the tail end of it. Yeah. But it was like um, the red cup generation, the red cup generation, yeah, like bro. college movies, like fucking you know, love party that. and shit. 
Yeah, I mean that's all that's all cool. Like I I still have a sentiment where I'm like, dude, I want to go to a frat. I've never been to like frat parties and shit. It's I never it's been over now, like, Juan. I know it's over now. I'm kind of <laughs> sad. Be like, I want to just go to bed, because I'm like <laughs> I'm like, yo, I want to go to a frat party where sh- sh- wild shit is going on. Like you know, people. It ain't even gonna be fun now. Like me and my friends, we try to replicate that in some ghetto ass neighborhood with like <laughs> shitty keg stand and whatnot. And like, dude, it was, yeah, it was sad. It was just a sausage party, and it was right. kind of lame. You got to either have been there during the time where you just you move on. Okay, you paid for the, so I mean, look, if you got to live it, props. Like yeah. you lived in I an definitely era, lived you it lived, for you too lived, long. You lived you lived through a part of history. Yeah, you know it was fucking. There's epic. probably nothing like that ever. There's probably never going to be anything like that. I wouldn't say that. I think people always like to party. It might be next level, actually. I think people are in a Imagine. crisis now. Oh, you think? I think because there's a lot more instability. People aren't as optimistic about. Yeah, and outcomes. also you get all your shit bla- on blast on the internet now. Yeah, like yeah people yeah. recording you at a fucking yeah, party yeah, yeah. drunk. Yeah, because back then flip phones, nothing. Could Jesus, get you know what I mean? Like there, the, there was unique <sighs> yeah, facets. Man. Yeah, that, I couldn't you know. imagine. <laughs> it was already getting bad with Facebook and shit, but <laughs> and MySpace and like yeah, people. Man. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But like, yeah. damn, now they're fully in it. <laughs> so, so you I'm can't like, do shit now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you, you'd be put on blast for anything. You and your yeah. buddies would be put on blast for anything. Like, even girls, I'm sure it would, they would get it worse and shit. Right. But, like, yeah, I man. can't have fun. Like, <laughs> I'm saying you, the level of fun isn't at the same level. No, no. I, I think because there was a lot more debauchery going on. Yeah. Like, with the girls gone wild era shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know. I Like, I'm telling you, I was at the tail end, so I looked at you guys, all the older yeah. crowd, like, just living the life, and I'm like, ah, fuck, you know, I gotta go into, I gotta go into STEM because the, the, the future looks Poor uncertain. <laughs> yeah, well, nah. you had to, man. You did, you did the route you needed to go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But for me, I was a spoiled ass kid, so I got to <laughs> fuck around for a while. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you got stories though. Yeah, I am too. That's always, that's I'm glad I got important. to do it. Yeah, that's good. That's Even though good. I'm an old bastard now <laughs> in graduate school. Yeah, but. but that's good. That's good. No, I mean, it's good to have stories and have the life experiences. Yeah, I wouldn't trade it out. Don't, man. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, I, I just thought it was funny that people were like, you know, locked them in a cage and shit. And I'm like, ah, it's not that big of a scandal. Like, I think overall, they, they should probably, the schools should get in more trouble than the people giving the money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think the people giving the money should maybe get fined. Yeah. Or maybe some kind of community service. I don't know. But yeah, the schools need to be held to the to the more or maybe not even the school. If they're saying I think they're trying to play it off as bad actors, which probably is true. But Ooh. the, the <clears throat> schools are trying to issue the people who are involved by saying they are bad actors. Oh, I see. Like the institution is not taking. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Which is probably true. Right. Because you would never put that in your policy at school and you can immediately just distance yourself from them and say, yeah, these people were operating on their own accord. Oh, so they get I the see. consequences. So they I should see. get the consequences for it. I see. Okay. Like 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 the admission a certain person at the admissions or something. Yeah. Board yeah. is, is yeah. in trouble. I see. And maybe they the school might be held to putting some more regulation on something in particular. Yeah. I don't Why, know. But this is like now that money's involved, it makes it even worse because like to me it's like that's a it's like a you could have asked for a letter of recommendation. You know, what I mean? like that's kind of on the same level, right? Like, yeah. but it's more honorable or something, right? right? I like, don't what know. The fuck? You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. kind of weird boundaries that we draw in society, yeah. and I'm like, eh, that's kind of like we have to like really think about this a little bit better. Yeah, to it not just be- all seemed to me like laughable. 
<laughs> it just made me chuckle at another thing that why colleges should be down in the drain. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. But um, I'm but sure yeah. it's somebody's issue. But for me, it's just like college is going to be dead in 15 years anyway. I don't care. Yeah, maybe <laughs> all online trade schools. Yeah, um, it's completely just oversaturated. Yeah, overpriced, useless waste of time. I don't know. Trade schools. Yeah, those might be useful if they're priced well. Yeah. Really, internet entrepreneurship, that's the way now. Open your own business. <clears throat> give me $5 million. <laughs> I'll give you $1,000. Yeah, like, give me a small loan of $5 million. I'll use it on something useful. Or like that Andrew Yang guy where he wants to give $1,000. Have you heard about this? No. He's like a 2020 Democratic candidate. He wants to give everybody $1,000. Oh, a UBI? A UBI. What he is that going to do? He wants to, he wants to start the... <clears throat> the revolution. That's the shittiest UBI I ever heard of. <laughs> what is a thousand dollars going to do for anyone? I don't know. He's saying it, it'll it'll ease economic burden on people and shit. Sounds like a stupid idea to me. <laughs> we can we can talk. I'll, I'll have you like listen to his and we can talk about this. Okay. More. <laughs> yeah. But uh. But yeah, man. Good Maybe show. we should wrap it up. Yeah. 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 Good show. Um, the cat's asleep. Amazing. She enjoyed it. Dude, taking a wrist nap over here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's all laid up with my hand. Dude, I know. <laughs> I feel um, bad enough to wake her up now. Knock her off. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, all right. Did you want to add anything else? That's it, bro. Let's wrap it up. All right. Bill O'Reilly, take us out. We'll do it live. Oh wait, no, 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 wrong. <laughs> I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show. <laughs> <laughs>